0: Праздником вас. С днём Великой Победы. Ура!
1: Good evening, Patriots, and it's Saturday, July 9th. You're July 10th on the East Coast by now with a little bit of Russian marching music for you to kick it off tonight. Not to kind of wake everybody up. We're getting to be such wimps in this country. We need something like strong, strong vodka. Yes, that sort of thing. Get us, get some hair on our chest. Man, I'm telling you. We're sitting here, Putin's out here like crushing it on the Nazis and, oh, yeah, we've got stuff going on over here in Oregon because people are sensitive and we're worried about our we're worried about people saying they're proud of being white. And, oh, it's just offending me so much. Oh, I need some spine music. That's why I played it tonight. Something where I know that, like, no prisoners type of stuff. We don't need any more beta boy stuff. Soy boy, beta boy. And if you, by the way, if you're a soy boy or baby boy listening tonight, go into the bathroom, punch yourself in the face, and shave your head, and then start over. And you can come back and listen to the show. That's all. Real good. All right, Patriots, before we begin, make sure you're taking care of your health. we got three links underneath these podcasts, and I'm just going to do it quick because they're there for you. One is Expedition Coffee, because it's the coffee for you. To literally get you jazzed up, have your mental focus for the whole day, keep your immune system strong, keep you clear and focused. It's like a warrior's coffee. We've got my pillow, which is going to help you get the products you need for sleeping. of course, the coffee, Expedition Coffee is ExpeditionCoffee.com. That link's below the podcast, it's there every day. My pillow, your promo code's BARGE, you get great savings on a Patriot company that's basically funding the Patriot Revolution. Who would have ever thunk it that we had a pillow company funding our revolution against the deep state? But it's happening. And it's happening because of you and the continued support that you give to my pillow. And we watch all those dollars flow back to help so many different causes. And then of course they've got great products beyond just the pillows and the sheets. And they've got great sales right now, which are the sheets. So head on over to MyPillow.com and then you use that forward slash and you type in Bards because that takes us to the landing page and use your Bards promo code. So there's that one. That link's below. And then we've got Birch Gold. And Birch Gold is rocking because they're the ones, if you're concerned about your 401k, which you should be, frankly, in this craziness, then all you have to do is you need to text Bards, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. 989898. And you're going to get information back from them, and you can engage in a conversation. And from what they tell me, Bards Nation is really taking it seriously, and they're happy to help. So those are the three. It's a three quick around on all three of those, why they're there. And there's going to be some more cool stuff coming up on the Bards store as we build that out through this month. Of course, we've got Bards Flags for sale, the Black Flag it's time to raise the black flag. No more no more, more of this give quarter stuff. No, we give no more quarter. It's really something. Man, I'll tell you. Talked to a buddy of mine today. Good friend. I mentioned it before. He's the one that runs cattle down in South Georgia. Like a brother to me. Great warrior in Christ. Was a special forces sniper and medic. I might get him on some night just to talk farming because he's, he's brilliant at the small farm cow side of it. I'll tell you. And he's got a huge problem because they have had drought, bad heat drought. Matter of fact, all his hay burned. And so they're finally getting some rain. And he's having to kind of reformulate what he's going to do. He's got 15 head of cattle. He's brought his herd down pretty, pretty low. But he's keeping them because he's got good genetic lines that have been passed on for years. But this is the thing. This is what I love about true ingenuity. So he's looking forward at the potential feed shortages with everything, with cattle and chickens and other livestock. And so what he discovered was an old way of supplementing chicken feed. And what he did is he created what I'll, for the sake of talking, I'll call it a maggot feeder. And it's really brilliant. They. He takes a—and I don't know the whole details. He's going to send me some details on it, but he was describing it today. It's basically a container with holes on the top and the bottom, just big enough for the maggots to fall through when they as they grow. And they put a, a layer of sawdust in there, and then they put in meat and, and food scraps that rot, and the maggots grow. And in about three days, he puts these in the chicken coops, and the maggots just continue to grow, and they continue to drop— And the chickens are over there just pecking away. So Klaus Schwab would be proud. But anyway, um, and so what he's managed to do is create a feed system that doesn't cost him a thing. That's brilliant. So it's really a super way to feed chickens. And he's working on some other stuff too. And a lot of this stuff came right out of the Depression era. And we're going to have to get back to that. But we've got to get back to being American again. And I listened to that music in the beginning and and if you see the video it's it's crazy impressive. I don't care what you think of Russia or not I I am not one that has hated Russia. I think they should be our best friend frankly. And I will tell you one thing if you watch if you can find real footage which I have been finding lately of them operating in Ukraine, I'm just going to tell you, they're operating at a whole other level than U.S. operations right now. I'm dead serious. They are They are literally like another level up. So they're, they're in a fight for the world while we're over here worrying about whether a, it's right to have a child chop off his weenie or whether it's a good idea to put him on beta blockers or whether we should be talking about guilt theory, I'm sorry, queer theory, about your gender and your race, which would be CRT. That's what we're fighting while Russians are out here killing the real bad guys, the Nazis. And they're as a nation, they're unified behind it and they're industrializing it with an industrial base. It's crazy. So what can I say? We've got a little waking up to do and a little growing up to do. My dad's generation doesn't have a problem with it. My generation, believe it or not, is the problem and it's the truth I mean, i'm i'm 57 so this generation my generation has has created much of the problem and we got to own it we got to fix it cuz it's getting old and so we're there but We've got some cool stuff that kind of was going around today. I'm gonna to, for those of you after you got through with that big macho music, if that was a little too much for you, I've got another incentive for those that are more sensitive and need some motivation in the garden.
0: You ain't started on you a garden yet?
1: Let me see if I can influence you to do so. You feel me? Straight up, it's time to start on you a garden, baby. I I promise it will be a therapy. Hey,
0: and if you run into some problems, baby, hey. Just know that you can call on me. Ayy, it's time to start on you a garden, baby. Ayy, I promise it will be your therapy. Ayy, and if you run into some problems, baby.
1: Ayy, just know that you can call on me. Ayy, ayy, I start up a garden. I'm putting them seeds down in the dirt. Don't know what to call it, but it's my therapy when I'm hurt. Now, if that doesn't motivate you and you need something more harsh, it'd be something like this. Drop! Give me 10! Now give me 20! Get up! Get your butt in that garden! Start digging, private! You understand? Okay, so I think we got it. In other words, let's get the gardens going. (laughs) All right, so that's it. We got to get gardens going. We want to lead the revolution of gardening again. It's only smart. But hey, if you're in Oregon, don't worry. I'm in Oregon. We've got a fantastic Oregon Health Authority that has now decided that doing work is racist. Dude, if you need a sign of the times, the Oregon Health Authority just sent out an email and their excuse for canceling a meeting is that they know that urgency is a white supremacist value. That's right. Getting shit done quickly with urgency is white supremacy. What? How racist is that? Number one, you think other cultures are not trying to get shit done quickly? The only reason these people can say that is because people in the past that got shit done with efficiency and urgency made such a safe place for them now that they can afford to be lazy and not have to compete with the rest of the world right now. But uh, it's not going to be that way forever. If you stay lazy long enough, people that are willing to be efficient and urgent will replace you. (laughs) These people are going to destroy the world in the name of defeating white supremacy meanwhile being racist themselves (laughs) don't listen to these whack jobs dude go work hard (laughs) yes work hard that's just it that's the only way forward that's the ethic here not this pansy ass garbage Oh, can I get my UBI please can I get my free money so I then I can I get my free weenie snip my free snip and tuck I sure want that too golly what has happened to our world? I'm serious. I'm just like, I'm just shaking my head at all these freaks that we've got out here. And the problem is that their, their voice is getting elevated all the time. I do not want to be hearing any more freakazoid stuff, right? I mean, let's let's start looking around the world to see how the world is thinking of us. Oh, wait, here's one, just a second. Before we do that, let's just take a little walk down Chicago last night. Take a listen to this.
0: Chicago got a mob. In my car. Oh shit! Oh, they just broke my window. They just broke my
1: window. Yep, that's right there in Chicago. That's with uh, Beetlejuice, the mayor. And then check this out. This is in Seattle. Nothing to see here. I have done nothing wrong. I have done nothing wrong. You they arrested a pastor. They handcuffed him. Why are you killing They took his Bible? This is in Seattle. I have done nothing more. I have done nothing You don't have the way to do anything.
0: You have done nothing wrong. It's all free of my feet, and I've been hurting
1: tonight. So there you go. That's that's America today. A medical with a K. We've got Chicago mobs stomping on police cars and breaking out the windshield. We have the police in Seattle arresting a pastor who was in a white shirt and a tie and took his Bible because he apparently didn't have a permit to speak about Jesus. Yep, that's here. This is why I keep telling people, quit asking for the military to be in control. You don't know who's in power right now. People need to take control. So let's take a look. What is going on around the world? Well, how about this? This is over in Argentina. This is a mass protest against the government, filling the streets. They want the government removed. And they're rocking at the gates, trying to tear the gates down to get into the palace. How about this? Sri Lanka today. The whole country came together. It didn't matter what your political side was. They understood who the enemy was. It was their damn prime minister. They just bankrupt the company, country. So what they do, they raided the prime minister's home and they burned it while the prime minister grabbed his luggage and jumped on a Navy boat and escaped with his life. And then he resigned later. And now they've taken over the Capitol building. That's after the country went through a complete blackout with no fuel. They've got it right. Then you've got Boris Johnson and his clowns They've now resigned. That's unprecedented, which is quite amazing. And then you've got also Estonia today. Their prime minister resigned. Another great event. There's a lot of things happening. You've got the Dutch that aren't going to let up because the farmers now, are, they are totally awake, and their whole point is, it, here's the amazing thing. The Dutch are not mad at the farmers because there's no food on the shelves. They're all vectoring in on the same problem. Who is the problem? The government. This is a global revolution. Canada's waking up, and, oh, do I have some potential news about Canada. This comes from General McInerney's count. This posted just a little while ago. Check this out. I hope this is true. This is the second hit today. First was Ezra Cohen today that posted Trudeau in brackets out, and now this tonight from General McInerney. Last night, Trump said in a speech, hold on a minute, I think I got the wrong one, stand by. Oops, hold on, I, I did, I gave you the wrong one. I'll tell you, you got to hang on here for just half a second, otherwise you're not going to be able to enjoy the full nature and the full marinade of the statement, which is so important. You Got to have the full enjoyment of it all. So General McInerney's count says... A little bird just informed me that what happened in Sri Lanka will happen in Canada. Justin Trudeau will be dragged out of office and humiliated in front of the world stage. Boy, can we hardly wait for that. There's a lot of things happening, patriots, and America is actually fairly slow to the take on this one, surprisingly, but we're just not doing a big movement. It's like people are still in a coma. And it's, and it's really what frustrates me the most because there's so much that could be done. And we always seem to default to this piece of like, well, we're going to have to take up our guns. No, we don't. I mean, look at the Dutch. They've shut down the whole country with their tractors and manure. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a nice little touch right there. I mean, I like that touch. Manure in front of the steps of the Capitol and the government buildings. So, the problem is, we are the country the deepest in the coma of all of them. And that's a red pill we're going to have to swallow. I mean, here's one right here to kind of put this whole thing in perspective. This comes from a retired U.S. Army officer. And I I really want you to hear this because this is two minutes of truth.
2: We have people saying the Russian army officers aren't that good. Their army's not that good. The battalion commanders that the Russians have on the ground in Ukraine today are the finest battalion commanders the world has ever seen. These guys are doing miracles. America's battalion commanders would do well to study what these guys are doing, how you lead from the front, sustain combat operations for 100 days, and you get better, not worse. That's sign of a professional. The Russians are winning, hands down, and they are going to win. Hands down. There's nothing that can happen to stop this. Nothing. But there's a problem. We can make the cost for Russia very high. We make it so high that it actually becomes painful. And if we make it too high, then we have what we call a game-changing moment. And we're on the verge of reaching that. We're providing, Russia, or, providing the Ukrainians with weapons that are not going to change the outcome of the war. They are not. High Mars is not going to change the outcome of the war. The M777A2 with its Excalibur round is not going to change the outcome of the war. Even if they get the Harpoon anti-shipping missile, it's not going to change the outcome of the war. But what it will do is kill Russians. and It will kill Russians in large numbers. And this will make it more difficult for Russia to win its victory in a reasonable time frame. It'll drag this conflict out. Now Russia will win, but the price paid by Russia will be very high, and the price paid by Ukraine will be even higher. And for all the people that say we have the little Ukrainian flag on our thing, we've identified ourselves, go to hell. Because if you care, if you care about the Ukrainian people, if you give a damn about humanity, then you'd want this war to be over today. Because all that's going to happen between now and the inevitable termination of this conflict is tens of thousands of Ukrainians are going to die. Ukrainian infrastructure will be destroyed.
1: Yeah, for all you virtual signaling weenies out there, they want to put a Ukraine flag on your Twitter or whatever you're doing. Drop dead. Go get real. Like, seriously. Seriously. And if you really are that committed to it, pack up your bags and go fly over to Ukraine and fight and find out what it's like. Because I guarantee you, you won't last but about 10 seconds before you pee your pants and want and screaming for mommy to come home. This is just garbage. But here's the deal. All of this stuff that's happening around the world, ultimately, where's the center in the epic hub? It's us. We are the hub of the spokes and this thing is is unwinding around the world which is cutting the tendrils and leaving us as an island and everything is squeezing in on us and that means we have to make a decision in the meantime we've got all sorts of cool things going on over here at pro abortion protest scream, screaming like we love killing babies <laughs> She's about 13 years old, by the way. These kids are sick. And it's a product of this system that has we've been allowed to cancer grow in our nation. And it's going to have to get the greatest smackdown ever. We are the ones that are either going to decide how we want this nation to be or we will fall in the pits of hell with it. And it's no longer us like, oh, well, are they coming to save us? No, the answer is No. Because if they come to save us, it's going to be the Russians, it's going to be the Chinese, it's going to be someone from our southern border, and I guarantee everyone's going to be complaining then. Americans are going to have to start standing up and start being the Dutch, what the Dutch are doing, and shutting stuff down. We've got to start getting strong. This is why I talk so much about gardens and prepping and the basics of this. Not because I expect some nuclear attack on us, I'm not buying into that narrative. But I am telling you, if we don't have the resolve and the resiliency within our own homes to stand back and say, I'm not going to buy anymore, we're going to let the system burn to the ground, then let it burn to the ground. Because we don't know who's in, who's playing this game with us. Russia's pretty clear what it wants. It wants Ukraine. It wants the Nazis out and it wants European financial Nazis destroyed. And it's bringing them to its knees. China's motives the CCP and China are in a war. The CCP is on its last ropes. It's going down, but at the meantime, it's going to cause many problems across the globe. And the CCP has agents everywhere, so it doesn't just disappear. And our deep states, sat- satanic hell that runs this nation, it's not walking away from its power. We have a nation that has to make a decision. We are literally at that juncture, the valley of decision. Where do we want to go? And complacency isn't getting us anywhere. And this is a really rough time because what we are starting to hear is the slow engine turning. In the meantime, there's about 120 or more people an hour coming across the border, all fighting age males being flooding into the border, and we don't even know where they're going. That's real. Documentation came out on that today with live footage. We are becoming the honeypot for everybody to come to, every evil entity to come to. And it's going to be some hard decisions for us to decide how we want to go. And I've said this all along. We walk and we lead with the sword of the spirit, but you better have your sword of steel strapped on your hip. Because God's not asking you to be a cockroach and doesn't ask you to be a doormat for this evil to come rolling up. And we do not negotiate with evil. It's just that simple. This war is very viscerally real. And so, where we are right now as a country is literally a major wake up call because we have to start deciding do we want to be this sort of proud? That's Russia. That's Russia. That is what has come out of them dropping the wall, destroying communism, and spending 30 years rooting out the homosexual problem, the deviant problem, and getting a country back to a Christian center. That's what it looks like. Or we can be this America.
0: That's where we are.
1: I hate, I love ba- killing babies. That's what she's saying. So we're pretty clear on, on what where, where we're standing here. And we are literally at the valley of decision of what we want to be as a nation. In the meantime, we've got pro-abortion protesters all over D.C. tying whatever the heck they're doing, banners to the to the gate around White House. I have no idea what that does. I mean, this is the whole thing, this infantile crap that we are doing here as a nation to protest the things that offend me. You know what? Here's the deal. I could care less what offends a person. If it offends you, fine, go pray on it or don't listen. And we have got to get back to a spine in this nation and everybody here and our everybody we have to engage with needs to start hearing that from us. It's like, you do not you don't like it? Tough, walk. I'm not going to give. My black flag's up give no quarter. I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to speak with Christ in my heart. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry, there's the door walk. And if you don't like that and you feel it's something that you have to throw a fit over, if you're on my property, you're going to get kicked off physically, period. There are some hard lines that have to come here and we have to start leading by example as strength in this nation. And patriots, I am all about working with the sword of the spirit first, but I am not going to work with sword of the spirit and be meek and, and weak. Meek in the weak side, not meek in the strength of warrior side. There's two dimensions of weak, meek. Man, I'll tell you. And the problem is we have yet to find this fire in the pulpits because they're not in our pulpits. Butch Paws, probably the closest we get to, a Vietnam veteran that runs his, runs his ministry. And he, I, had him, I had him at Bard's Fest, a great man. And he gets it, but too many of our pulpits are all like we're just trying to talk us soft, and it's all about the slick hair and the in the patent leather shoes. And you know what? I want to see combat boots, and I want to start seeing literally go bags sitting on the stage as people minister. That's real. And make sure you put a gas mask on your side because what we need there is the understanding that you're going to go into the engagement with these police that are completely violating First Amendment rights. They are out of line because they're working on the, the edicts that are given to them by their city councils. They're not even paying attention to the, to the Constitution, and which means they're probably going to pepper spray you or gas you. So let's start seeing our ministers strap on that gas mask on their hip, and let's get into the crowds. So this is literally, you know, this is another thing. And I, as I'm going to get this. So I'm just going to put it out here because I usually get some comment. All right, Bards. Well, you're sitting here. You're talking on a podcast. How about if you do it? I have done it. Okay, I've done a lot of it. Right now at 18 shows a week, I'm putting out as about as much as I can, and I'm still doing more. Because when we start developing our new training facility, which we're going to be developing for next spring, and we're doing also, we're pushing this community gardens thing. These are active projects, and I'm not talking, I'm doing. So we need this sort of leadership out here to get in and get dirty. I don't want to, you know, talking from the pulpits are fine, but what are you doing? I'm speaking to every church out here right now. What are you doing to teach the skills of life and the things we need to win this fight other than just sitting in a pew and being told how to relate to Christ. That's not a that's not a tough one. You want to talk to Christ? Begin. There you go. One, two, and you can start. Because Christ is everywhere and with us all. But if you want to be sitting in a pew all day long or every Sunday to feel that that's going to solve the problem for prayer only, wake up. If our disciples were here today, they'd be just shaking their head, like, what the hell happened to you all? And I don't mean people that are doing stuff. That's a broad statement speaking to too many people out here. And so I want to be careful because I don't want anybody to get offended that is doing great stuff. Okay? There are great things happening. But we have got to light the fire. We have to light the fire under people to start breaking away from the comfort paradigm and get into the action. And most of all, if you go to a church, you have got to start pressuring your churches to start doing something other than just preaching from a pulpit. I mean, every church I've ever been to has land. Amazing. I have yet to attend a church that has land with a community garden where they're growing and teaching skills for youth. Every church I've gone to has facilities where they can be teaching gun handling and they can be teaching physical physical training, and physical fitness? And how many churches did I go to that the kids are fat? These are basic skills. And the church isn't just about preaching. It's about developing people. And if we're going to lead this world and lead this nation, we need to be developing people, developing leaders. And that means giving them life skills. How many churches have you been to where they butcher a cow? How many churches have you been to where they have Children in there learning how to cook meals for the many. How many churches have you been to that have community gardens? Like I said, how many churches have you been to that have a firing range to support our Second Amendment right? And don't tell me that is not religion is not right within Scripture. I'll just point you over to Joshua, and then I'll point you over to Gideon, and I'll point you over to David. And if the gun is a hard thing, then how about if we just teach people how to throw rocks like like David did out of a sling? That is a good one if you want to be biblical. And by the way, he did kill a giant. This is the future we need to have. This is the fire we have to bring and incite it because it's not going to happen unless we start pushing. And we have to push from the places that we are trying to work with that will listen to us and they're not gonna always like it. But this is the initiative that we have to start bringing. That's one of the reasons we're building this new, we're trying to, we're developing this new training facility for next spring. And it's going to have these things incorporated in it around the ministry. It's what has to happen. This is leadership. This is how we take back America. But you know, like we've talked about it, everyone says, not everyone, we have so many people. It's like, well, is the military going to help us? Yeah, the military right now that's out here trying to tell their soldiers to think about it, shower with transgenders. Yeah, that same military that's out here encouraging everybody to be guilty that they're white. i tell you, here's a perspective for you. This begins with a guy that's completely triggered because he see, he sees a sign that says white and proud of it, and then it goes into another commentary.
3: I'm to show you this. If for a second you think that this shit is a joke. Ju- All right, so I got a serious question. Why is it that everybody else is allowed to be proud? Black people are allowed to be proud. Mexicans allowed to be proud, Chinese, everybody, transgender, gays, everybody's allowed to be proud except for the white guy. He's segregated from this. I've never owned a slave. You've never been a slave. So can we grow up and get past this shit?
1: Yeah, no kidding. Can we? We're being driven and and herded by a minority few. I don't care what that number is. If that number of minority is 10 million, 20 million, 30 million, it's a minority in the terms of 350 million people. And they're steering a whole nation for their right to groom kids, for their right to whack off weenies, for their right to dress up like freaks, for their right to worship in the satanic church, for their right to sacrifice babies. Yeah, that's all of them. And here's, here's our moral majority. That moral majority, remember, that woke up under Reagan, and became a colossal force of change in the nation. Yeah, that moral majority, here's what I hear now. You hear it? Yeah, I didn't think so. That's it. Because we're like, oh, oh wait a minute. That's, 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 that. we might We might make somebody upset. We can't do that because we're told we have to love everybody. I do not deal with evil. I do not negotiate with evil. And whether this offends somebody or not, the principles of LGBTQ are morally wrong, bankrupt and wrong. And all of you in that LGBTQ community, I've got something for you just to let you know that biologically, by the nature of your relationships, you'll be extinct in about... One or two generations. So quit grooming kids to try to perpetuate your stupidity and your moral bankruptcy because that's all you're doing. This is a time that we've got to get the fire in our bellies. And it's got to be lit and driven right now. And it's going to be us that saves this nation if somebody in the military or whatever decides to finally pull it together and decide they're going to save America, great. But here's the deal. Like I said, when you start seeing, if you start seeing military guys walking down your street, my first issue is not going to be opening up my door and cheering them. I'm going to be asking them what the hell they're doing here and why they're in my county. And my next question after that's going to be prove to me that you're an American and you're fighting for the Republic and not fighting for the corporation of America, because that's the that's the bottom line. And that comes from a guy that's served and comes from a guy that has served with many of these people. And some of the America's best, I will ask any of them because just, this is how screwed up things are right now. It's not clear. The waters are muddied. And if this is the plan and if this is Q's plan, then hey, I'll tell you what it has done. It has completely degraded the trust of the U.S. military to get to the plan to be deceptive so the deep state can't figure out what's going on. That's what's really happened. Because the American public doesn't have the time or the patience to constantly play Q decoding to figure out whether we're going to be in the right or in the wrong with the guys that we're supposed to be able to trust. Because the leadership in the military right now that we're visibly seeing and being shown is morally bankrupt. And it has long left the Constitution behind. In fact, what they've actually done is they have illegally put on top of the Constitution a democratic model. And we are not a democracy. And they've done that because they've overlaid a corporatocracy on top of our Constitution. They've suspended our Constitution with the agreements with the WHO and various other acts like NDAA and the Patriot Act. And now they've forced on top of us a corporatocracy democracy, which is a complete joke. And you're seeing what that looks like. That's the liberal New World Order. And my guess is the reason we've gone to this new change of dialogue, the liberal New World Order, is because what's really been discovered is the NWO was never the New World Order. It was the Nazi World Order. And we're dealing with Nazis. And they're in our government. Remember what I've told you before. And this is right where it's at. We have... 4,000 appointees when a president comes into office that affect 439 agencies and control 2.9 million employees. You can bundle all of them up right now and you can say leave because our country will still function just fine without any of them. And while it might be a little bit rough, we'll get over it. We've got the big boy pants on and we can survive. But that same group of people, and I'm sure there's good people within it, but that constitutes great agencies like the FBI, DHS, NSA, CIA, and 17 other intelligence agencies for the most part that have turned their vectors of control and monitoring on the U.S. public first because somehow being a U.S. citizen has made us a greater threat in terrorism than the rest of the damn world. That's the government that people keep wanting to say, well, we need to vote in the fall so we can get a red wave going so we can do what? Fix that? time to get like Denmark time to shut this place down time to be like the truckers are saying they're going to do and I hope they do these 70,000 independents that are moving out of California and I pray that they will do what they've said they're going to do which is not deliver another product to California California is going to be tough but you're going to have to buck up and you're going to have to get rid of your government because Gavin Newsom is a nightmare a train wreck and you're being driven to hell by Silicon Valley and all of the collective nut jobs that are down there that come from many of them come from the millennial generation our world is here. It's in our communities and each community has to start resetting itself. That's the county by county fight. And this is what it's going to take to take this nation back. So make sure you've got yourself grounded and home. Make sure you're getting your gardens going. Make sure you are getting your preps going. Make sure you're building your community, build your tribes who you can trust because God is not giving us an easy task. It's not like, oh, well, you made it this far, so no problem. You get the double scoop of vanilla ice cream with a little bit of pistachio on top and you can sit down and enjoy it until Christ comes. That's not the way this is gonna roll. It's more like this. They've been dipping into the ice cream. You all don't get anything. You've got your life everlasting because you accepted Christ, and I told you it's gonna to be tough, so tighten up your bootstraps and it's gonna to get tougher now because we've got a job to do. We're behind enemy lines, we've got to occupy the land and we've got to take this kingdom back in the name of God. And yep, I'm up for it. I hope you are too. Here's a little piece from DeSantis I thought was good today. Well, look, I'm just like this everyone wants to talk about me in Florida. I mean, like I'm just sitting here little man doing my
0: job.
2: I can just tell you this, uh, I was born and raised in this
1: state and until the last few years I rarely, if ever, saw a California license plate in the state of Florida, you now see a lot of them. I can tell you
2: if you go to California, you ain't seeing very many Florida license plates. (laughs)
1: Exactly. California's hemorrhaging people by the day. It's so bad that even one third of the illegals that are crossing the border are going back because they're like, I don't want to be here. I wouldn't either. California's a train wreck. Our cities are falling apart. Let them fall. That's the whole thing. Whatever you've got attachments to, let it go. And if you're holding on to the red, white, and blue and the 50 stars, I'm going to tell you, let it go. Focus on one thing right now. Focus on that path. Here's the thing. It's just like Joshua when he's on the path and he's, and before him is the captain of the Lord's army that stands before him. And Joshua says what? He says, are you for us or are you against us? And he looks at him and he says, neither. That's our path. Neither. I don't care whether you're de- Democrat or Republican. I'm not playing the political game right now. What I want to see is where we go is a path that leads us back to a nation that has God on the throne and we're back running under a constitution. That doesn't say Republican or Democrat. That says God's path. And as long as we stay true on that, we're going to stay out of these pitfalls and these craziness that's going to come because there's going to be all sorts of great offers coming. I have no idea where these politicians are playing. What I know is Biden's telling you there's going to be great hope with the Green New Deal as we saw, see gas prices continue to soar and we can't find it more expensive to live. And we have President Trump telling us every day that I told you it's going to get worse. I told you it's going to get worse. And I'm like, all right, thanks, President Trump. Appreciate it. Just keep telling us how bad it's going to get. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It's going to get better. And why do I know it's going to get better? Because we're following the path of God. Everything else out here, I'm letting it go. As long as we start working in our communities and building that strength of Jesus around us, we are going to build the empire, God's empire, not mine, not yours, God's. And that is all our path has to be. And when we stay true to that. All this other stuff is noise and it's theater and it's show. But it gives us the resolve to stand up, be loud, be heard and to stand truly in that light of in that place of truth. And that is always, again, leading always first and foremost with the sword of the Spirit. We've got this. It's going to be a difficult path, but it's going to demand another level of commitment from each one of us to push this forward. Because our country is what's at stake. And right now, the expectation that someone's going to come save us, throw it out. We are the plan. Let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight just really seeking the truth and the guidance that you'll give us. In this moment in time, it's very clear that we have a lot of work to do in this nation. Our nation has fallen into a moral depravity that's indescribable. We have young children, teenagers, ranting and screaming that they're like killing babies. Sickness has corrupted their minds. We have people rallying and celebrating the idea that it's they want the right to abort children, yet they will absolutely defend and protect an animal to prevent anything like that, but they want to be able to abort children. What is this sickness? We have the corruption in our teachings of our children, parents that are still allowing their children to go to school, where children are being indoctrinated about being guilty about how they are born in the perfection of your image. And convinced that they should somehow choose another gender of a list of about 300 that don't even exist for real. We have the inherent practices of aim, immoral behavior becoming indoctrinated and flown and pushed into our culture to become normal. We have churches and pulpits that, too much, are standing quiet, and, and even worse, they're not teaching life skills for people to come out and be truly impactive in communities. So, Lord, tonight we just pray for that fire, that righteous fire to hit people's belly, to stand up and just start leading the way. If the church can't do it, then we need to do it through our home. If the church can't do it, then we need to start working out of our home in our gardens and our homeschooling and our connections with people in our community. We need to bring the ministry, the love of Jesus into the streets and into our communities. And so, Father, tonight we pray for the warrior spirit to light up among those that will listen and hear, to step away from the pulpit and the pew, to step into the world, start bringing the word of Jesus out here, to be bold, to be heard, and to be unwavering in the face of this evil, to wake America up. We have an evil that's taking us over. We have a line we cannot cross. Tyranny is at our doorstep. And with tyranny, they are wanting to strip away everything, including our right and our absolute right, to speak and the name of Jesus and a right to worship you, Lord. That cannot be. That line has, cannot be crossed under any circumstances. That is the final line. And it may actually define the line between the sword of the spirit and the sword of the steel. Either way, we have to be ready and we have to be committed. And we hear your call, hear your voice, and wait for your command, Lord. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Time to light it up. There's too much antics of games going on in the nation. Look, I don't know if there is a major operation going on behind the scenes. Probably there's something fairly significant happening. But here's the whole, here's the gambit of this whole thing. We have already been shown that our government, as we are seeing it, is the center of evil for most of the world. It has used bioweapons labs, it has used all other things to extort other countries to comply with the agreement to use the Federal Reserve note, and that is collapsing. I'm not pedestalizing Russia, but I am going to say this. They've got their head in the right space, and they're not playing around. We need that warrior spirit from the ground in America that is no longer going to play around. It's just going to understand what's at stake here. So when we sit here and we say, well, you know, there's probably some good. There's more good than bad. I have no doubt with between of the people in America, there's always good and there's always more good than there is evil. But in our government, I can't speak to that. In our military, I know there's good, but they're confused. And so we cannot give away these blind trusts like we've done before. We can no longer, we can't worship a president. We can't worship the military. These are all false idols. And to me, God is showing us this and great more Greater than that is God is showing us where the, the absolute source of the solution is. It's within us, with him, we will fight this and we will overcome this. And we're not waiting for somebody to ride in on a gallant horse to save us. This is our time. This is our time as children of God to be bold, to be heard, to be strong, and to lead this nation back to its moral center. And that fight is worthy. No matter what it costs. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. We need a lot of prayers for the strength of the warriors in this in this nation, the strength of the warriors of God and of Jesus. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Keep the mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow night for Bards for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now.
0: All this time
3: we had to prove that we could stay. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose, reaching out for something. Through somehow, oh, you're an island when the world's too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith, when your soul answers calls far away. on the okay. rain.